You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary, presented by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Enrico hanging out with you guys, 402-464-5685, the Honda Vigan Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. We go to our usual Monday guest here, Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska with us. Hello, Steve. How's it going? Hello, Nick. How are you guys doing today? Good. Okay, so we have a interesting question right off the bat it's for you. It's very important. Which one do you hate more, bees or crickets? Bees or crickets? This is an excellent question. I'm going to go with crickets, though. Mm. Um, just in fact, I'll just tell a funny story. Last night I was laying awake about, 11.30, midnight, trying to get some sleep, and there's a cricket outside, and there's nothing I can do about it. So it's just like cricketing right right in my face all night. And, uh, I mean, I'd rather not have to deal with that and kind of take my chances with the bees. Have, have Thank you, you have, Steve. Have that you, is the correct answer. Have you ever been stung by a bee, though? Yes. One, huh. one time when I was uh, very little out on the farm, um, got stung didn't didn't really like it that much it was it was pretty awful but only once in my life okay okay nick was stung three days ago and apparently it's still red it's, and inflamed. it's still red and inflamed is it bad is that is that is that bad <laughs> i don't know i'd have to google that one <laughs> steve uh, you're our bee I'll, expert i'll, I'll web know. i'll web M- M- i'll web md it how's that it'll say <laughs> it'll say i have some disease incurable um, yeah exactly i'm i'm hurt forever all right steve so let's get right into it steve mark of inside nebraska joins us here as he does every monday nebraska released their depth chart today for the indiana game there's a couple changes on it um with turner corcoran being out for the season it looks like ethan piper is going to get this or excuse me yeah teddy Teddy prohaska out for the season ethan piper's getting the start turner corcoran still at left tackle um brant banks is is lined up at backup now with with no kevin williams jr what out of all the changes what 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 ones were the most notable to you yeah uh notable i guess would have to be just the offensive line just because i think a lot of people would if they're looking at nebraska's football team which which area needs the most work is is maybe playing the worst right now and you'd have to look at the offensive line right mm-hmm. and um i there, i don't i don't think that there's a ton of options um for for donovan riola to to turn to i guess um, other than the, the five guys that, that will be starting. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ethan, Ethan Piper makes a lot of sense at left guard. He started, I think it was seven games in 2020, and then the first three of last season um, before losing his job. But, um, yeah, he at least has experience. Um, and, and I don't know, I, it, I, I'm just, I just go back to the fact that I – I don't know how much how many other options are left for for Nebraska to throw out on, on mm-hmm. throw out on the offensive line. A lot of people are talking about Bryce Benhard and and almost kind of wishing that he wasn't at that top spot at, at right tackle, um, which is an extremely difficult position to play. But outside of outside of Bryce, um, you, you know, you have Hunter Anthony, the transfer from Oklahoma State, who has only seen you know, snaps at the short yardage and goal line situations. And you kind of ask yourself if, if they haven't thrown um, Hunter Anthony out there yet, what, what does that say about Hunter Anthony's ability to play right tackle? Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. It's just not not looking good right now for for Nebraska's offensive line. But yeah, out of all the all the all the changes um, that we saw, as minor as they might be, I, I think you you kind of look at the offensive line and, and see what see what they're doing there. Kind of switching over from the offense to the defensive side, Omar Brown's at his third position since arriving at Nebraska. He started at corner. Yeah. They threw him at safety. Now he's the backup at the at the nickel spot. Uh, Omar Brown just just getting a move, moved around a lot. What what do you think about that? Well, I, I think it's um, – so this is just me, but I think, you know, it's a good point with Omar Brown. He has been kind of yanked around since he's been here on campus, started out as, at a corner and then and safety and now at now at nickel because they, they moved Chris Klarvik back to his natural inside linebacker spot. But I think, you know, when I, when I look at Omar Brown being moved again, that just tells me that I think that the, the coaches on the defensive side of the ball really like having Omar Brown around He's a he's a big defensive back. He's six foot one, 195 pounds. He played a lot of good football at his previous stop, Northern Iowa, and was an FCS All American. He was an FCS Defensive Freshman of the Year, playing strictly corner. And so he's just a big bodied, very versatile, athletic guy. But obviously, he just it didn't really work out at corner, and it hasn't worked out at safety. And I think. Um, you know, when people look at Omar Brown, they're gonna they're gonna kind of just think about the Northwestern game and and he, how he maybe had a miscommunication with Marcus Buford Jr. on on Northwestern's long touchdown pass in the first half, and that kind of sours some people. But I really think Omar Brown is a is a really good player, and the fact that they're moving him around, trying to give him opportunities to to maybe to maybe get some playing time, I think that um, bodes well for Omar because I just think he's. You know, it just hasn't worked out yet. But give him time. He, give him time, and and he may he might just find a find a, a home at nickel. Maybe now, obviously, I, that what does that mean for Isaac Gifford? I think Isaac Gifford has played played pretty well um, so far this season. But you know, at this point, at this stage of the season, the way the defense has been just really really bad to start. Nobody's job is safe right now. And I think if if they think Omar Brown can. Can maybe make something happen, make some plays here and there, um, putting him in specific packages just so they have him on the field. I think you, I think you do that 100 percent of the time and see what the kid can do. We're, we're we're joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here with us, and and over these last couple weeks, obviously Mickey Joseph on Saturday will be coaching, being the head coach of his second game in Nebraska, and and kind of a little over two weeks, a little under three weeks, I suppose, as the interim. But how much change can Husker fans expect on Saturday, right? Because we, we, we believe, I know you and I have talked, there's changes going on within the program and, and kind of behind the scenes, but we might not see them as early as Saturday. So how much you know visible changes could Husker fans see on Saturday, I guess, in terms of personnel? Yeah, in terms of personnel, I, I don't know how much, how much different uh, faces you're going to see out there. On the offensive side of the ball, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe Ethan Piper, he'll be starting mm-hmm. at left guard. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing Kevin Williams, but um, we'll get more clarity on that and his um, health status uh, tomorrow, hopefully, from Mickey. But, uh, yeah, outside of on the offense, I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe not personnel-wise, but just scheme-wise and, and maybe kind of how they go about playing the game. Uh, Mickey, Mickey mentioned wanting to slow down on offense to try to help protect the defense just so the Huskers aren't out there on the field for so long. And, and as we all know, Indiana likes to play fast. They like to snap the ball a lot. So 
um, yeah, it's just going to be really interesting. I think if anything, any difference, I think I think I go back to what Mickey said last week and, and slowing down the ball on offense and not and huddling up, not not going um, as fast as a pace as they have this season. So um, yeah, if anything, I think maybe just kind of try to control the clock, possess the ball a little bit, um, maybe snap it with around ten seconds or less on on the play mm-hmm. clock, things like that. Steve, I want to I want to put some things into perspective for Husker fans here. Connor Bazelak, the, the starting quarterback for Indiana, has thrown the ball two hundred and two times this season. Um, and while case compared to Casey Thompson, who's thrown it one hundred and seventeen times, in addition, um, and I know you know these these statistics, Nebraska's total defense is one hundred and twenty seventh in the country, compared to Indiana's, who is one hundred and ninth. Is it safe to say we're expecting a shootout on Saturday? I was. It's funny you mentioned that because I was just doing a little writing on exactly that um, for a, for a future story. Yeah, I was looking up uh, Connor Bazelak's, um stats this year, and I remember him from from Missouri, just watching, mm-hmm. catching a few games when he was at Missouri. And, and the guy, the guy likes to take some chances for sure. He's kind of a just a gunslinger back there. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. He throws the ball a lot. He's attempting uh, 50.5 pass attempts per game, um, and the yards per attempt, I mean, he, he's throwing it the most in the conference, but his yards per attempt is near the bottom. It's like by Spencer Petras of, mm. of Iowa, kind of around that territory, which you don't want to be at. His, his completion percentage is right around Spencer's completion percentage, which, again, is really bad because Spencer and the Iowa offense is, <laughs> is really bad. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Indiana likes to throw it a lot, but they're just not that good at completing the passes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be really, really – interesting to see and if, if nebraska if nebraska can just get some stops on defense somehow some way uh, i think um you know it'll bode well obviously for for their chances of winning the game but but yeah indiana's going to want to play fast they're going to want to go fast and nebraska's going to want to definitely slow it down when they're on offense okay one more question for you before we we get to the flavor of the week all right um so one more question for you I think there were a lot of us, including myself, that were now looking back wrong about Nebraska going into Oklahoma. Like I thought that with a, with a renewed energy and a new voice in there with Mickey Joseph, that they would come out and they'd be able to at least somewhat hang with Oklahoma. But they came out really, they came out well. But then the moment that Dylan Gabriel got the sixty-one yard touchdown run, it kind of seemed like they they hit a speed bump and they hit a brick wall and they couldn't really get through that. Nebraska, as I mean, as you alluded to, is a three and a half point favorite going into Saturday against Indiana. If you were a betting man, what 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 side of the fence are you on? I would not. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, <laughs> I would not be putting money. on <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I have no. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm with you, Nick. I last last week I thought Nebraska was going to hang tough with them. I thought they were going to get in a shootout, and it, it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of close at the end of the third quarter and early parts of the fourth, but that absolutely did not happen. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not putting money on Nebraska at all. I, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen on Saturday with with everything that's happened. I know yeah. Indiana comes in here with the record of three and one, but not all three and one records are are made the same. It has not looked pretty for for Indiana at all. But give them credit; they've actually went out and won the games when it doesn't look like they would be coming out with a win. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think Indiana has they, their head coach, Tom Allen, he kind of wills them to, to, to grind these things out and, and, and escape with wins. But 
um, boy, just uh, right now, if anybody putting money on Nebraska to win a football game, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm with you there. All right, Rico, it's time to play your song. I love it. Let's get ready for the the flavor of the week. What hot coach? What coach who is hitting a stride? You good? I'm good. <laughs> what coach who's hitting their stride? Should Nebraska consider? We'll get to Steve's pick here in a moment, but first, Rico's got to play his song. Trev Albert, he don't know anything about him. He might win here. Have no fear. I wish that I could make him see. He's just the flavor of the week. Okay, so that's the Flavor of the Week song. Steve, now the question goes to you. What coach did you see perform this weekend that Nebraska should keep an eye on? Well, it's got to be Dave Randa, right? He's the, he's the really hot, hot name that, that just came out of the Dave Randa matt Campbell Bowl, right? Yes, exactly. I didn't know if you were going to go Dave Randa or Lance Leipold because Kansas is 4-0. It's a great bowl game. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a uh, bandwagon Kansas football fan right now. It's, I mean, I'm watching their games. I'm studying their roster. I'm looking up uh, Jalen Daniels, the quarterback there. I'm looking up where he's, he's legit. From, what he was doing in high school. He's running that zone read, Coastal Carolina, kind of orbit motion, triple option action right now in the oh, Big mm-hmm. 12. And it's, it's really, really fun to watch. But you just can't deny, you can't go away from Dave Aranda and what he's doing right now. I mean, obviously – one of the best defensive minds in college football. Uh, he got that Baylor job, and he's just kind of taken off with it. He recruits very well. He he recruits the guys that Texas doesn't want, and, and Texas A&M mm-hmm. doesn't want all these big Texas schools. But he gets the three stars to come to to come to Baylor, and he develops them. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just really fun to watch what he's doing. And I don't know if, if Nebraska can can. <laughs> Get get him here somehow, some way, whatever it takes. I I think Husker fans should be to the moon. I mean, it's it's really really um, kind of just thinking about the possibility. I think it's very exciting with Dave Randa in Nebraska. Yeah, I, I think I'm on board for you, uh, on board with you guys uh, as well. Um, really quickly here before we let you go, Adrian Martinez had himself quite a weekend. I mean, wasn't that awesome to watch? I mean, I I know a lot of people around here probably have like a love hate relationship with yeah. Adrian, but um, just, you know, speaking from somebody in the media industry, covering him for a couple of years, like I did, it was just really good to see. It was a feel good moment for Adrian. He's, he's worked, he's, he's had so many one loss, one loss games or that he's been a part of. And for him to go into Norman one week after playing badly and getting upset against Tulane for him to go into Norman prime time and take out, take down, um, number six, Oklahoma and, and being a kind of a dual shootout with with uh dylan gabriel i mean that was that was really mm-hmm. fun to watch and, and super glad for adrian and and boy he looked fast didn't he guys yeah 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 he he, he had himself seen that speed since freshman year yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he had himself a pretty good weekend all right steve hey appreciate the time as always we will uh definitely talk to you next monday and enjoy the indiana game man absolutely thanks nick thanks rico that was it there's steve mark of inside nebraska appreciate his time as always All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Nathan Brennan and uh, possibly Eric Strickland for the crossover, get their thoughts on the NFL weekend as well as college football, all that and more as we wrap up Monday's show on the happy hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. 
More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.